Welcome to the Trailer Park Podcast. This is episode three. I am Hunter TPK, the king of the trailer park. As you know, I don't know if I've ever actually made that statement here, but I'll state it now. My guest is Luke. Hey, I'm Luke. I don't know what title you would like. Uh, I'm just Luke Wilson on Smash GG, so I think that's the one. You're going with... So your title in the in the world is going to be based on Smash. Oh, I need some sort of like I need some sort of like trailer park beef kind of thing going. I, well, I I guess let's. I let's... need to be like the doghouse duke or something. To yeah, match you... with the trailer okay, park. Okay, that works. Yeah. So Luke, I was born in the year of the dog. So Luke, the doghouse duke of the trailer Ooh. park kingdom. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm some guy. Some guy. I, I've known Luke a long time. We met when I beat his peach in bracket. Okay. <laughs> I decided. <laughs> I well, I, as long as we're bringing that up, I want the record to show. Put leave this in the podcast. I was once ahead of Hunter's Donkey Kong in a friendly before Bambi turned the setup off. And that will go down in history in Pittsburgh's one well, Pittsburgh Smash history. But uh, we'll we'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just important detail yeah just important detail to really set the stage for our discussion that has nothing to do with super smash brothers melee but yeah no that's just sort of how we met sort of sort of it was mostly like this guy plays melee and then we like hung out at non-melee events more than anything honestly yeah we it was, like we went to a big tournament together and then we're like yeah big cool. house that was the first time i actually met you big house yeah, we had played at a small tournament, didn't realize who the other was, and then... Yeah. But, uh, so the discussion today, before we get too far away, is we're talking a little bit about video essays and, like, critical writing, which is, I know, a thrilling topic. Uh, Everybody loves it. But I feel like it's not one that's, like, it's not heavily talked about, and it's something people kind of just gloss over. And it's this is going to this is coming from a video that is criticism of me, and it is one of few comments I have gotten on YouTube. But it's something that it it made me really want to talk about the subject, and I'm just going to read the comment for reference. Uh, this is from Boss Bogan on my video about Johnny Harris. He says, "Not sure what the point of this video is?" Question mark dot dot. But the best way to show the world that someone is doing something wrong, as you imply, is to do it better. Lead by example and make a quality video, 15 to 20 minutes in length, on a complex subject and be sure to cite each and every source. Dazzle us with your perspective, smiley face. No editor or creator is perfect, but Johnny does an outstanding job explaining and highlighting interesting topics. If you don't like his content, then feel free to watch something else and move on. Just like I'm going to do to your content. You know, very... Was not terribly rude, but definitely came off a little rude towards the end. Yeah, it, it definitely sort of has like a, a slight like holier-than-thou vibe where like the goal is to be passive-aggressive while maintaining like a moral high ground. Yeah, there is like... Honestly, it's better than a lot of comments still. It's better but, than yeah. a lot of comments. It's, you know, they're not calling me a slur or anything. Uh, but they are, you know, they are trying to come off very 
not negative, and then to just mask their passive aggressive. Uh, even though, you know, in the end, they are just saying something negative. Uh, yeah. And not leaving really any constructive criticism of my content in any way. Um, and really just dogging on the fact that I decided to critique another creator that they personally like. Uh, and it just, it's such a weird concept because it's like, you could have just taken this, I, you're defending someone for being critiqued. And it's like, but in doing that, you're kind of, I don't know, it just seems very, your point doesn't land as much by even making the point at all. Like, the comment loses weight just from making the I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that, that is sort of true, right? It's like, you shouldn't criticize people's stuff is sort of the thesis. And then it's like, I don't know, there's this sort of trick where it's like, you shouldn't criticize anyone. Unless you're making the criticism that I'm making, this like yeah. meta criticism against criticism, that's valid. Anything else, that's not valid. We don't want to do that. Um, and I, I do think I think this is like this is almost like baby's first criticism thing. Um, like, you know, just sort of like 101, where a lot of people they end up with a sort of notion of being like, oh, you really shouldn't criticize anything. You should just, you know. Uh the two the two directions I I personally usually see it taken are people tend to be like, um, you shouldn't criticize something, you should do a better job, which is what this comment did. Which, you know, to me, like, I think there's an easy reductio ad absurdum here, where it's like, you should never criticize a big picture movie unless you want to spend millions of dollars making your own movie. It's yeah. like, obviously that doesn't make sense. There's these movies that tons and tons of people see, they're very popular, a lot of people criticize them, a lot of people read that criticism, a lot of people watch that criticism, a lot of people find that criticism interesting, which is, you know, I'm not saying those movies are good or bad, or the criticism is good or bad, it's just, like, obviously that's, like, a part of the industry, even, you know, people pay to read reviews for these things, um, and none of those critics are in the business of making, making movies, uh, partly because they don't know how, and partly because it's just not feasible, right, there's, like, these works that you and I can't go in our backyard and film Avengers 5, you know? Yeah, we don't um, have... We would never in a million years have the money, resources. Like, it's... It is just a... They're saying, go and do it, but don't give any means of doing it. Yeah, it, exactly. It's not even... It, it's not even like, you know, go do something else. It's like, unless you can make a movie like this, don't talk about movies. Uh, and this guy was a little more like just make your own content, which um, I sort of get, but like, I don't know, like criticism is, tons of people do it. There's tons of very popular YouTube channels that are entirely focused on criticism, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it, it's just an argument that I just don't think holds water in the real world. Like, people people create criticism, they enjoy criticism. It happens, you know? Yeah, criticism is a big part of media in general, and it's a very, but when you it's, I feel like it's a byproduct, like if we're talking more of like the YouTube space, it's a byproduct of um, YouTube being a little bit more of a personal space, especially when it's like individual creators instead of like groups or companies. Uh, there's more of a, when you're a fan of, of a creator, normally there's a little bit more of a, a connection there in a sense. Uh, sure. and, and YouTube and like, I don't think Johnny specifically pushes that sort of notion because he's a part of Vox and everything. Like he's a very yeah. much an industry person. Um, but it 
it's just very interesting for someone to defend a creator who's a part of like oh his content is also you know it's reporting but johnny has a lot of uh opinion-based information yeah and i mean that you mentioned you know he's an industry person right which is like for me all the more reason to criticize him because part of the way you know you even talk about in in your video you're like i want to see sources for this and you know what what even is a source like at some point a source is just someone who i think is reliable said this thing and one of the reasons you know someone's reliable is they have credentials and the expectation is if you're part of a media company like vox if you're like a journalist not not someone online who makes videos randomly like a journalist who got this job who went to a job interview and has an hr person you know um there's this expectation that there is this journalistic integrity this this credibility associated with that and if if that's something you're not seeing it it indicates there's something wrong with not just this person's video but the institution as a whole which doesn't make johnny a bad person or anything like that um i don't think he like made these goal these videos to trick anyone into believing the wrong thing or something um it's just that you know if you you can make nice looking videos but if they don't have credibility you're taking away credibility from yourself and from your whole institution um which makes it hard for people to cite you it makes it hard for people to rely on your information in the future exactly and it makes when um when issues with your content comes up it makes it much harder to form a defense or you know any sort of like hey like this is where i got my like with his video about um china and computers and keyboards and everything like he has no real defense because he does not have any real source material to pull from like or to reference like this professor like it he might not be correct maybe johnny did have different sources for his video but we'll we're not gonna know because for one thing johnny's never going to like uh talk about it because admit like talking about controversy is almost as bad as admitting to it oh yeah i and you know i think that's another Another thing that's like sort of an issue in the industry, right, where I think the world would like literally be a better place if he could say, hey, some people have this to say about my video. Here's where I thought their criticisms were good. Here's where I thought their criticisms were bad. Here's where I thought everything I did was great. And you could actually have a conversation with him. But in terms of like actually promoting yourself, you just can't ever like get on camera and say, you know, hey, this criticism of me, hey, you were right, I was wrong, you know, it just, it doesn't look good. Or or even even if he said, I'm completely right, and here's why your criticism are wrong, he's just putting your criticism in the spotlight, and people are just always going to use it against him. So, like, I'm sympathetic to people who ignore it. Like, it's it's a sucky situation, you know? It It is a shitty situation. I do hope the sort of criticisms that have come out, like, and when I was doing research for the video, it's like, my opinion, like, of about him and his sources and how he presents information at times, it's not a new opinion. Like I, sure, yeah, I've seen even just tweets or like little small pieces on the internet written about this, like for not too long, but like he's he's been in like he's been on YouTube for not terribly long, but I know sure. he's been working in uh, you know some type of reporting and everything for a while. But it's just the way he's very flashy. 
obviously good at actually presenting information and like present like his presentation's good his behind the scenes work needs some work like he needs i i just and where this comment talks about like the sources and everything if you look at even if my videos do not stand even slightly to johnny's when it comes to pure like video editing quality but if you look when it comes to you know putting out my sources, having sources in my description, mentioning where I get information from, mentioning where I get ideas from at times. Like, I put everything I have either in the video, in the description, or I mention it in some way. Like, I have as much transparency as I can because I think that gives my point more, like, I have more room to stand when I'm making my points. I, like, it garners better discussion and it just allows like it also just makes it so not someone can just it's way easier to come in and take pot shots when there's nothing to back up your argument oh yeah when when they can when they say something bad about your video and then you go well this thing that's clearly linked in the comments says you're wrong then you know you're you're not fighting by yourself you know you have this whatever institution you're deeming credible enough to source behind you and then they can either say well, actually, in 2017, there was this big scandal where these people turned out they weren't making very scientific studies. I'm not saying that's a thing. I'm just yeah, pulling like shit out of my ass, you know. Yeah, for reference, it's like yeah. Um, and and then you would be like, oh shit, you know. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like, there's there's something substantial there, you know, instead of just being like, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. It, it's just it. I when it comes to video essays in general, it just feels like a lot of people will create these pieces of work, they'll pour their heart and soul into them and like, you know, make very endearing pieces of work. And they will just leave out that last bit that I feel like is important. Where it's oh, yeah. like, please just like, give us a paper trail that gives us some amount of, gives you like, you know, a log in a sense like i i hate it when i get done with a video and i've worked with a reference for a while and but forgot to save it and then i have to go back and find it in my last yeah, that always sucks in my last video i had a source for something couldn't literally just could not find it and i had to just say like even though it was something like that's pretty common knowledge in a sense i found like a good article that i wanted to cite couldn't find it i was like I had a good article for this you can look it up, etc. It's like, but this is sort of common sense, common knowledge thing. Sure. And I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Well, you're still in school, but I don't know how much like paper writing and stuff you do. But like, it is literally true that like, even if you do the research and find sources, actually like bothering to cite them, especially like in text citations and stuff is really fucking tedious. It's, mm -hmm. it's something everyone hates doing. No one finds it fun to put together a bibliography um very often classes will have like a minimum number of sources specifically because if you tell a student you need eight sources they're not going to come to you with 12 12 they're, they're going to come, come to you with eight. eight yeah yeah um like it it it's it's really common to not want to do it and for it to really suck and i think a lot of the like youtube video essay stuff is like sort of this like wild west where it's like instead of following all these boring rules we're just doing our own thing which i think can be great i think there's a lot of problems with academics i don't think you need to like look up on jstor everything you ever want to learn about 
Um, I think YouTube video essays are awesome, but I think there tends to be this like, we don't need to follow these rigid standards because it's sort of like edutainment, you know? It's not, it, the point of the video is that it's watchable. It's not just that it's informative. But I think this is kind of backwards because the fact is tons and tons of people get a lot of their information from stuff like this. If you're interested in movies, very often people will watch a YouTuber who follows movies. If you're interested in, I follow a couple of YouTube channels about entomology because it's something I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's a much more like academic sort of scientific thing. So they tend to be like, I'm a university guy, which, you know, they're, they're ducks in a row. They have a PhD. Yeah. Um, oops. Uh, but like, I just think so many people get so much information from this kind of stuff that I don't think it's really appropriate to just go, oh, it's just for entertainment anyway, especially if you're working for, um, just messing up the video, don't worry, especially if you're working for like, um, if you're working for like an online magazine like Vox, I, I think the like idea of like, oh, it's, it, it's supposed to be the news, but it's really just entertainment. I like, don't think that's a good thing. Um, and it's like almost more important, even though it's boring. Mm -hmm. because people are watching you because people are entertained by you to make sure that what you're saying is is either accurate and true or you make people aware that it is speculative or something you're trying to research exactly and i think that is where it's like because a lot these sort of videos they have um you know they might have very legitimate information in sub segments but then like you said it's sort of speculation at some others but they want it to be so well flowing yeah, that that's... they just have it all flow together. And it's like, well, that first part is all like verifiable, like mul maybe multiple institutions verifiable, etc. This other section is like, you can't like, it's not really verifiable. Like, and it's not yeah. even really definite, like in a sense. But like, they, they go so well together, it's easy to write like a convincing narrative out of them. Right. And it's like, I'm not even saying necessarily for um, video essays that are about like more laid back topics. I'm more talking about things that are, you know, history based, like historical uh, things about, you know, war, like anything yeah. that's like has a little more like, uh, Something you don't want to skew. Something you yeah. don't want to mistell. Uh, also, I feel like your webcam mic is what is being used. Uh, we were talking about... Um, I mean, we were talking about video essays and sources. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, we are specifically talking about... Um, uh, there's this, this habit that you were saying video essays they'll often they'll have some like really reliable piece of information or like obvious information like world war ii ended in 1950 or, or 1945 and it's like i almost don't care if you cite an academic source for that everybody knows that um and then they'll mix it with like really speculative or original research information in like sort of the same sentence or same little bit because it flows together really well and it supports their point well which isn't inherently bad writing it's just dangerous if you're not citing things and you make it look like obviously World War II ended in 1945 and obviously the Japanese were researching spirit samurai swords. Like, exactly. Or whatever, you know. Um, and it's like, and if you're making a video where, I guess, if you were to make some sort of uh, claim like that, and let's say you were the sort of person who made some amount of discovery or like researched and found something like that, it's like, 
wouldn't you want the recognition or like be able to show the proof of those statements? It's like not citing your sources just seems like such a bad. It's like it feels almost it's obviously not malicious in most cases. Yeah, I think for the most part, especially especially the more small time channels, I don't think anyone's sitting there going, I'm going to trick people into thinking the wrong information about the Civil War. Um, I think they just citing your sources is difficult. It's annoying. And no one gives a fuck. It does not drive clicks. It does not drive views. Uh, a, a really well-made, well-put-together, entertaining, and informative video that has a ton of research in it will do, I'm sure, like, the number of more views you're going to get. If, if you have a video with a million views, the number of those views coming from the fact that you did a good job of citing your sources is, like, five. Yeah, you know, it's, like, people it's, don't care. People don't really care. It's It's, like... I don't watch like a ton of videos that well actually no that's a very much a lie. I watch a lot of like health and fitness based sort of things. So I watch a lot of content that kind of requires some amount of credibility and source citing and everything. Yeah. And a lot of the content I make requires a lot of credibility and source citing cuz I'm talking about topics that I feel like if I'm going to talk about it I need to make sure, you know, my ducks are in a row sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and just from seeing how other people sort of carry themselves when they're making certain videos and the way that they make statements at times, it's just like, I really enjoy the presentation of like a lot of videos, like these insanely talented, like editors and stuff, but it's like, man, can you please just do the, like this little bit of like, um, like tidy work. It's like. I get it's t I get it's like menial in a sense. It's not fun, even though I kind of like I've kind of enjoyed like reading sources in a sense. Um, I'm making a video about KOTOR, which I did a whole fucking podcast with uh, Connor about before this one, which is going up after I record this. Very nice. And like I'm looking for a lot of resources to kind of really flesh out that video, even though it's about a fictional space yeah. space samurai fighting like i'm buying a uh i found out that there is like a 2008 basically D, &D uh campaign like setting book for well, knights of the old republic i don't i don't know if this was covered on the decoder podcast so forgive me if this is old news but um so knights of the old republic the game mm -hmm. um is based on the d20 system like for D &D. yes it's, that's why the math is so weird it's like three point it's like i don't think yeah, it's, it's 3.0 3. yeah 3.5 it's yeah. it's like an adapt it's an adapted version of 3.5 for um a video game which yeah because neverwinter nights was an adapted version of 3.5 yes exactly okay yeah you know all this stuff yeah um it all comes from that sort of ecosystem and like it's weirdly this like recent innovation that people realize wait a minute, tabletop games where the numbers are, like, really, like, big chunks to make them easy to work with, and, like, encumbrance works where you build up to a certain point and then instantly can no longer move, are actually really stupid to make based on, to make video games based on, and just don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, like, people are just figuring that out. Yeah, and I've been watching, I've been watching a lot of video essays about, like, uh, basically, because, um, about like Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter Nights and stuff because those are the games that KOTOR's 
whole engine and everything was based on. Yeah, yeah, Baldur's uh, Gate was really, really big. And it, genre, I mean. Mm-hmm. And even videos like that, like, I don't believe they have, like, too many, like, cited resources, but, like, they... No, honestly, I think it's a really good example, right? Because you're talking about this game, and you're... I, I haven't listened to your podcast yet, um, but you're talking about, like, here's what I liked, here's what I didn't like, here's what I thought it meant, here's what I thought was great about the game. It's, like, art criticism. Mm-hmm. But in the same way that if you, like, go in talking about pre-Raphaelite artists and talking about what you like and dislike about their oil paintings and you don't understand what the pre-Raphaelite movement is, which is historical information that you can look up people's opinions about. Um, what you're going to say is going to be it's going to be less deep and less rich in that same sense if you can go oh, this studio was actually working on this game and its engine sort of evolved into Coder. That's factual information that like, if you just make it up and, like, pull it out of your ass in a video, like, how I, how can I, a viewer, think that's true, but it can lend this sort of, like, depth to your criticism. Like, even though it's, like, a pure opinion thing, like, what you think of the video game, I mean, um, like, being able to look up factual information and meaningfully cite it can, you know, make it a much more informative opinion yeah. video. Yeah, it adds depth and allow like, when we talked about, like, sort of this with sources and everything before it's like sources aren't strictly for a i'm right perspective they're also for a uh a depth to the work because then that allows people who are interested in the content you're putting forward to look deeper past your video into the the depth of right the resources that you use that's that's supposed to be that's another thing i wanted to say about sources you know that's supposed to be a really big part of it right where like on some level like most people do not care about the sources in in a video and like on some level that's okay it's okay for them to not care about the sources but what their problem where it becomes a problem is if the system doesn't work where you can't assume that people are being reliable because they're tied to a name like box um if you ever do want to look at the video further and ever do want to do your own research suddenly this informative well-made video is not a good jumping off platform at all like you it has first of all it has nothing it has no further reading for you to like sort of get into the topic and you can't even rely on the things it said you're going in from this perspective that might be based on faulty information so you have to like relearn it yeah that's that's kind of my other like big it's like by having your sources and everything and citing them and like you know making reference to them and everything you're building this list of they might not they're all your sources together might not even be in the same fields necessarily but they all yeah. come together to create a your point to create what you like to aid your uh piece of media in a sense yeah and i mean that's what academics is supposed to be right like the goal of in theory the goal of making a video about um chinese keyboards or or an essay about chinese keyboards video whatever um is information synthesis. You're taking all of this information that exists out there, you're presenting it in a way that creates a coherent argument. You're saying, look how person one said A, person two said B, and person three said C. And then what you're contributing, you're saying, don't you see how these things lead to D? And I, that is like, that's not bad. It's not a bad thing to come to conclusions. It's just that if you don't have any steps to your conclusion, your conclusion is not like, how can I trust your conclusion? What does it mean? 
Like, I can make up anything and then say, obviously, that proves my point. Like, because I, I made up all the supporting arguments. Exactly. And it's like, when you have a video where you come to certain conclusions or certain, um, you state things in your video in a sense. Uh, Johnny's video I'm going to use as a reference just because it's like, then people who have spent, you know, large portions of their life dedicated to the study of these things who have come to the same sort of um like they've came to the same conclusions just not in the same format and then yeah. you take those same conclusions and change the format that is just copying <laughs> like yeah i i do think that an another reason to cite your sources and another reason people are kind of afraid of citing their sources is you know in academics there's this like really strong really strong pushback against plagiarism and i i want to say there's like anti-plagiarism but the reason there's such a strong pushback is because it's so prevalent because if you oh, just yeah. take someone else's work and get credit for it that's awesome you didn't do any work and you got all this awesome credit and i think that's easy to do in video essays people will read this great source and they'll sometimes even repeat it like almost word for word because they're making a video, not, like, something you have to read. And the crossover between the people watching that and the people who are going to be checking their sources is very low. And they're not going to get called out. And if they get called out, it doesn't really matter. Um, and there's always this, like, defense of, like, oh, it's just edutainment. It's not a serious academic thing. But it's what people are getting information from. You yeah. have to care. It's, it's something very, like, this, I just remembered this, and, but it's very, like, in the same realm is, I remember when I was first really getting into uh, like wanting to make content, wanting to uh, make videos, wanting to stream, wanting to do whatever. Like I think even like trying to stream tournaments and everything, trying to learn about audio quality and everything. And I remember at that point I already had like a like a, a Blue Yeti microphone, and and th there was a specific video that kind of it's like. I think it's like one of the best videos when it comes to describing like microphone quality, especially when you're using certain um, interfaces and everything and why the Blue Yeti just kind of fucking sucks uh, sure. and all this stuff. And it's a very well, it's funny as well. Like the guy who made it, like he has little quips in it and everything. It's a well-made video. And then years later, uh, sort of popular like video game, like, creator basically took that guy's video almost it felt almost beat for beat and remade it yeah and, um, and he got almost he got backlash for it but like not enough in my opinion like not like he basically shrugged it off he i don't think he ever admitted to any wrongdoing sure like even though it's like the information he was putting forward was the exact same information and even some of the like the jokes and stuff were very like beat for beat. It's so it's it's like if you're going to and it's like if he had at least referenced the video, you could be like, okay, like he's just putting the information out there again and like kind of modernizing it in a sense or putting it into his style in a sense, even though it's just fucking copying. It's like I, right there's an, an argument that it's transformative content at least it doesn't seem like he's trying to hide it you know mm -hmm. um, oh i'm sorry you go ahead i was just gonna say but you know that's exactly why you he i i mean i don't know about this controversy so i'm just speculating essentially 
But that's a, a, essentially why people don't want to cite those sources, right? They don't want to say, hey, actually, there's this other video that I'm basically just repeating because it makes them look bad, you know? Yeah. So it ends up in this weird thing where the information might honestly be reliable. It's just that um, no one wants to admit where they got it because they don't want to just seem like they're just copying other people's work. It, and it just reminds me, like, there's a lot of, like, because when you think of, like, transforming content, there's, you have to do, I feel like there's very specific ways of transforming content. It's like you have to put some amount of, like, even more than personality has to, there has to be a major change in it. And it's like, because I, I'm also remembering, um, a creator that I like, he makes like commentary stuff, but he also makes like just skits and everything. Uh, he had people like basically remaking skits that he did, but just you know, a few years later, I think giving credit in some way, but they were like, like even like cinematography, like camera angle stuff, like, like exactly the same. And it's yeah. like that's not really transformative, and that's just like. Like, even though you're giving like accreditation and everything, but that then brings up the whole subject of like TikTok. Because, yeah, that's a rampant problem on TikTok because there's a whole lot of like, there's certain creators who even with like, there's audios that people use, um, they'll use them to just you know repeat the action. It's like, obviously, that's just people are on the same audio, they're going to do the same thing. There are creators who will rip audios, upload it as their own audio, even like completely jack a skit or whole video, give no credit, and then act like they made the video. And it's not even their own, they're not even talking to lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. Um I and I mean like on on some level, I think like the ability to just like freely put content out there and like freely be transformative, it gives people a lot of creative freedom. But, like, yeah, there's a lot of things that are like that. And, you know, plagiarism, even though it's easy to say these words are the same, therefore you stole them. And it's very hard to say these camera angles are the same. These jokes are the same. This video, the pacing and the beats are the same. That is still plagiarism. Just because it's hard to prove doesn't mean it doesn't exist, you know? And it's like, even if, even if in the court of uh, academics, you won't be charged. It's like public opinion sort of thing. Well, yeah, but that's the that that is true. Um, and it is definitely harder to get that kind of thing to stick. But you can be like in the music industry, you can be like sued for oh yeah copying like, people's styles. Yeah, you know, it's... like um, and people win cases. You know, it, it's not like it's not like if you only copy the words and nothing else counts. You know, I feel like it's a much. I feel like that sort of because of the way the music industry is and how much like profit it's a profit driven industry it like happens a lot more because like writing oh, yeah. there's money in writing but there's not there's even though there is passion in music there's also a lot of money and there's music. a lot more money yeah, yeah absolutely it's like obviously there's money in science and like right in academics but it's like not there's a certain amount of almost credibility built into the institution of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just that this feels this is way more of a can of worms than I was expecting it to be. Like at, after 
off of the first thought I had about it. Because, yeah, it's just... I mean, well, it just sort of goes to show why it's important, right? Because, like, yeah, there are serious, uh, serious can, can of worm issues, right? Like, if you... um, but, You know, this is something that comes up in academics a lot. I've written a lot of papers. I've helped a lot of students with a lot of papers. And, like, what just always comes... Oops, my thing is making a lot of noise. Let me just mute that. What what it always sort of like comes down to is, um, if you don't want to be accused of plagiarism, the best way to avoid it is to cite all your sources. And if you have a part of your paper that everybody's like, oh, this is just kind of exactly the same thing as this other thing, I think that's plagiarism. If you can be like, well, I cited it, no one is going to take you out and shoot you at high noon. They understand, even if they determine it's plagiarism. They understand that you're not trying to pretend it's your work. They're it's, citing it, yeah. and they say, your content is not original enough. Which is very different than being like, oh, I'm not going to cite this source, because then they'll realize I stole it. You know? Yeah. It, it's just a whole different issue. And so if you're, if you're worried about being accused of plagiarism, the best thing you can do is to cite all your sources. Yeah. Unintended plagiarism is much better than intended plagiarism. Uh, yeah. It's like... I, I just think there's a certain when it comes to re respecting um I don't know I just feel like there's a certain amount of respect you need to give people uh in academia in research in whatever you're doing like if you're making I I'm going to go and make this kotor video and I'm going to reference every even kotor video I skimmed like because I I don't want like an idea that I might remember after skimming a video, like I skimmed the video a week ago, I'm writing the script one week and it comes to me. I'm going to make sure like everything that's a part of the process is mentioned because it was a part of the process in some way. It helped me get from, you know, point A to point B. Um, even sure. though that might be a little bit more of an extreme thing. I, I, I'm just, a. I think that's how you should operate when, creating a work where you're also looking at other works and referencing other things. Um, it's just important to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we, we kind of talked earlier about how it is tedious and annoying to cite your sources, right? But, you know, there's actually an easy way to cite your sources. Whenever you look at them, just write them down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, which, you know, I'll be the first to tell you, it's so much easier said than done, right? Like, everybody... All your professors and stuff will just be like, well, how if you didn't have a source for that, how was it in your paper? And you'll be like, oh, fuck off. We talked about it in class, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're my source, goddammit. Yeah, but like, yeah, you should like sources and credibility is part of research. You know, you're and I think often the goal of research is I am going to get this video out. I'm going to have 20 minutes and I'm going to be entertaining, which are great goals. Um, but part of that, you know especially if you're working for a company like Vox. I don't want to just pick on Johnny, it's just he's the subject, you know. Yeah. There, yeah. there are it, plenty of bad academic works out there, but, like, if you are working for a company that's supposed to have credibility, it just, you, you're a person hired because you theoretically have credentials in this, and are theoretically good at doing this. You, you need to do that. It needs to be part of what you're doing. It's like, man, you make very good content in a very theatrical sense. Oh yeah, his videos very well put together. I watched them both. Yeah, and like I, I made sure, and I'm not the type of person who's going to watch two videos and then critique a person about something 
like make an assumption on all of his videos. I went through and watched probably a good 10 of his videos. I then made sure to go through and look at his uh, descriptions and everything to see if he had, you know, a sources, a sighting, anything like that. In some of his videos, he does have like, he'll have like newspapers or like certain like articles, things like that. But those are not, a lot of the times he's not really citing like real sources in it. Like yeah, a, it's definitely fewer and farther between than the information density of the videos would suggest. Exactly. And it's like, and he's just, especially like his, um, his Taliban video was very much a, emotionally like he's supposed to be a reporter he's supposed to be reporting like he he has sort of this title of reporter in a sense even if that's his title through vox not on his youtube Mm -hmm. and he takes a very personal viewpoint creates a video on his million subscriber youtube channel or almost two million subscriber youtube channel i think and just pushes it forward with Nothing but this friend of his viewpoint, which I'm not discrediting. Yeah, I mean, uh, interviewing people like and just getting their point of views, that's that's what journalism is. It's just that you can't be like, and therefore this is all factually true. You know, it's it's a primary source. It's not fact, you know, it, and and then he turns the comments off of his video. Yeah, well. I definitely like understand a lot of turning the comments off because especially if you're a big channel, it's just Yeah, I, I kinda get it. But it's also like it 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 was a just kind of rushed out their video. And it would have just taken some more thought. Um but I don't know. It's it's just this whole it comes back to the whole like just have more to base like have some more information or sources or something to base off what you're talking about. Like if you're putting a point forward, just I'm correct in a sense, like I'm a little more prepared or for sure. Just have that work done where there's a little bit more of a, you know, there's a base to stand on for you. And then, and then maybe you wouldn't need to turn comments off all the time because you would be able to say, um, but actually, the data corroborates what I'm trying to say instead yeah. of saying comment off. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, even if you like some amount of it is like personal opinion, which is complete, like personal opinion can be valid. It's not like that still warrants critique. Yeah. It, I, I don't know. It just seems. Yeah, just... No, totally. I mean, critique is part of it. Um. You know, the other, the other, I think, major reason people, like, complain about critique and stuff, besides, like, you should do it yourself, the other the argument that I think the comment you originally read, um, you know, contains element of this is, like, well, if you don't like it, who cares? You know, it, just let, just let people enjoy things, you know, why, why are you trying to yuck my yum? Yeah. And I, I think I can totally understand where people are coming from, and it, like, seems like a good argument at first. But it's another thing where it just if you think about it a little bit, it's like you have a problem with famous YouTube channels, you know, potentially making up misleading information. Why is the intellectual health of our society as a whole any of your business? Why do you care? Yeah. Like, <laughs> come it's on, like, man. <laughs> if if you're going to if you want me to. It's kind of 
stay in your lane, I'll stay in mine, but my lane is criticism. Almost. But it's I'm also yeah. but I mean I know that feeling very well. Yeah, and even saying that though, like this comment is coming I feel like this comment comes from someone who very much is just and I most people are like this where they are just a person who consumes content. They are just an enjoyer of content more than anything. Um, they don't, they're not someone who thinks about making content. And that is not like a negative quality, but I think that is something that when you look at someone who is critiquing someone, you're like, I can't, why are they talking like that or thinking that way? It's like, well, it's because are you making something? Like, have you had to look at yourself internally and critique something? Like, it's, I'm not putting anything out there that I'm not also internalizing. Like, I'm not putting any sort of uh, criticism out there that I'm not also putting on myself. I... Sure. Yeah, and you do a good job of, like, trying to cite, even for, like, what I consider pretty trivial videos. Exactly. Um, you cite a lot of information. And I, and of course, some people, like you said, like for you, for some trivial information, I just am like, I can cite it, so I'm going to cite it. Yeah. And well, like, I mean, it's because of the way you're constructing the videos, right? You're like, why wouldn't I cite it? I have it open. Yeah. I have, <laughs> it's, it's in my notes Word document in my project folder for this video. Why would I not just take a screenshot and then put the link in the description? Like, and that's, that's where I get so confused with content like this, where I'm like, where is his, like, you obviously reference something. You could not, like, you could not go research something. Be like, okay, I now retain that information. I am going to go research something else and then be able to reference this material when I am ready to make the video. Sure. Like, it yeah. is... Like you have to go through and slog, like slog through information, take notes, um, like maybe highlight things, whatever it is, like, and then once you have enough of an idea, it's like okay, I can start to like storyboard or formulate what I want to do with this video or this article or this whatever it is, and I'm obviously going to have to go back to these articles and find this information either again or specific details to then reference like he like if he had specific quotes or anything it's like from like certain people it's like where did you get those quotes from like what because those quotes are more than likely from a piece of work that has a more broad like look at maybe something it's like i i just where's the paper trail that i cannot fathom not exist like it has to exist like it i mean that that's the thing though it, it does exist like they're getting this information from somewhere they're just either being too lazy to to cite it um or they're trying to be deliberately deceptive you know like they're, they're just not showing it to us yeah it's like we can split hairs all we want trying to give like a benefit of the doubt like, that's oh kinda... yeah, and again, I don't think people do this for the most part because they're like wicked and trying to trick you. I just think it's hard, and I think that the industry, which is a competitive one, YouTube video essays, does not reward you for taking the source citing really seriously. Yeah, 
and for someone who obviously has more duties than their YouTube channel, like like Johnny does, it's like yeah, for sure. I could see, but he's also I then like lose that sort of idea when I'm like he's working with a team, like he has a team. I know right, he has, he some has kind more of resources. Team. Yeah, he has well more. As... It's like he has less time, maybe, but he has more resources in another sense. So yeah. I like and. It just it kind of grinds my gears in a sense because I'm like, I when you know people like this coming back to this comment talking about making this stuff I'm like, hey, so you want me to uh go talk to my team of like industry professionals at Fox who can help me you know formulate this video or give me critique on this video or help me get in contact with people who maybe know about this subject matter no i'm actually just sitting at my desk with all equipment i personally bought with my income doing my own research trying to reach out maybe to people that i have found on the internet who might know about the subject like i don't like i might ask someone for help like on a video or something but in general it like Comparing what a small YouTuber does to someone who works for a company like Box, even on their technically personal YouTube channel, is completely different. A completely different environment, a completely different process, and it it just leads me back to the like, if I can do it, why can't he? Like, if if you know, if someone in academics can do it, and well, that's a bit that's their whole job in it, but. Yeah, I mean, but academics is a, it's a tough job. Yeah, it is a tough job. And I I just feel like when you create stuff like this, which is kind of an offshoot of academics almost, I feel like you have to respect the roots that come from academics. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, that that's one of the things I'm trying to say about this in general. Whether or not you want to be in academics, if you're trying to make like videos about scholarly topics that people are watching and using as information to learn about the subject to decide if they like the subject to repeat fun facts at parties you are in academics that you don't there isn't like a lot there's there isn't like a you don't make you don't decide oh i am not an academic person so i don't have to care about any of this stuff you you know there's there's the 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 whole reason we care about taking academics seriously and making sure they're good with their sources and stuff is not for them. It's not so that they can have a fun little academic club. It's because the idea is that that's how information is curated and how we are able to reliably learn things about the world from the institutions that are supposed to teach us about the world. And if you are putting yourself in those shoes, you're also gaining that responsibility, whether you want to or not. And I feel like people would then kind of chime back depending on, it's like, like you said, with the whole, you're putting yourself in the shoes, it's like, the argument I could see people having is like, well, they aren't, you know, they're not trying to create something for people to reference. But, they are creating a piece of media that is going to, depending, like, because it's a public forum, could sway public opinion, and then lead to a very... It could lead to a change in public opinion, and if that is based off of information that is not factual, because I mean we're living in an age of a lot of disinformation and a lot of 
even just uh, diluted information in the sense. It's, I think that brings a lot of the importance of putting out good information and reliable information into yeah, these absolutely. days. Yeah, um, absolutely. And that, it's, like I said in the video specifically, like, if you've taken a single writing class, even in high school, like, you know what a good source is. You know, like, even can look at a piece of information and sort of get an idea it's like okay can i reliably trust this to base any sort of point or discussion on yeah totally and i mean uh yeah like you said people know what a reliable source is and they know what a reliable source is just from like even without like a specific writing class like very often if you're making these kind of videos this is the kind of content you're familiar with and you consume yeah. as well and, like, yeah, you know when something's reliable and when you don't. You know, if someone's like, oh, I'm citing Wikipedia, more power to you. That's fine. I don't care. I'm not your dad. That's fine source as far as I'm concerned. Because, you know, it, it is scholarly. Because on Wikipedia takes the notion of sources very seriously. And sometimes it has, um, you know, information that's not accurate. But for the most part, as an institution, it takes the idea of sources much more seriously than most video writers. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you're if you're bringing that same energy to your video, you can create something really awesome that other people can rely on. I uh, that just in my last video, I for finding like the contestants in that game show, like their specific like names and everything, and I like went into I just went into the Wikipedia page, for, like yeah. the their basic bio thing. So I was like, I I'm gonna use this. Like, this will be easier than anything else. And, like, I admit in the video, I'm like, I got it from Wikipedia. It's like, but I, I I just think, I just give some, like, give, give the people who are watching, like, some amount of, like, idea of where you're getting, like, if you're writing a, if it's not a full on opinion video or it's not something like Star Wars or whatever, like, Give them some reason to trust what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And the very often the reason for that is either your video looked nice, which is not a good reason. It's like a requirement to get your what you want to say out there. And I don't think it's bad to have well-edited videos. But this content was well-produced. It does not make that content true. And then the other reason is you have established institutional credibility. Like, say, if you're a journalist for Vox. You know, people have this incentive to believe what you're saying. Um, and if you're not holding up your end of that bargain, that erodes that sense of credibility. And then yeah. people are like, well, why don't I just watch 9-11 worm conspiracy YouTube instead? They're just as credible, yeah. which is like true. <laughs> you know? Yeah, when you... I mean, there's probably crazy conspiracy videos that have more cited sources than... Right, well, because they they need to, you know, battle for it so much more. Um I don't think they're, you know, better researched in that I think yeah. very often there's something going wrong in the research. Um, but like I totally understand why people if if people are eroding faith in institutions that are supposed to keep people informed, I don't think like people are idiots for turning to other things. I think oh, very no. often they come to dumb conclusions, but like I get where they're coming from, you know. I agree with that. 
I think we're just about towards like the hour point. Yeah, yeah, we talked for a bit, uh, for sure. I'm trying to think of um any other key information that I wanted to say on the topic. Um, yeah, just in terms of like my own tutoring and stuff, there's definitely I can just definitely confirm that a lot of people. Um, by the way, this is the cited source here is my own personal experience. It's like an interview. That's journalism. It's fine. Um, a lot of people are just like citing sources is like lame and not that important. Like it, it really, it really does happen. And I totally get why, because it like sucks. Um, and no one would do it if they didn't literally fail you if you didn't. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I've taken a number, I, for college specifically, like I had to take what was fun was I took two writing classes in high school, didn't get the credits for them, even though they were college courses, went into college, took like two writing classes, and then had to take a specifically computer, like computer science writing class or like science writing or something, sure. uh, which I just took, which like I writing is something I've always personally done well in. So it's like, sure. um, and I've always like I. I don't like citing sources when I write papers. I know I have to. When I write a video, though, it's because it's I'm making something I want to make, so I'm very much about citing my sources. It, I feel like there is definitely this kind of push. And, if you're not wanting to cite your sources in a video, it kind of pull, like gives me this questioning of, like, why not? Why, why, like, you're making something that you, I would hope, enjoy making. Like, why are you not willing to show me, like, the research you did, the effort you put in? Like, if you have a long list of resources and, like, information that I can go through and look at to back up your point, that is amazing to me. And I, I'm i one of five that, that enjoy <laughs> that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, I, even if it only pleases five people, I would like to, I, I'd rather please five people with that then i'd rather i'd like to if i annoy five people no if i annoy a hundred people but please five by doing that i'm fine with it in a sense yeah and i i do think that you know um on that topic like i i do think like part of it is people just want to be entertained and just want to see a, a video they enjoy for the most part and don't care that much about sources but part of it is also like we have institutions that are actively rewarding lack of credibility and plagiarism right um yeah. like youtube could in its like youtube algorithm of what to try to push towards you it could try to say well we have some sort of you know spotty automated system of determining how well people are doing these things that would be expected of academics they could try to actually put effort into figuring out if people are having good citations if people are having good research practices and they could try to say, we're pushing this video towards you because we've determined you're interested in pre-colonial uh, American history, and these videos are considered credible about it. You know, they could make that adjustment, but they don't. They say, we're pushing this video towards you because it has a great thumbnail, and we think you're going to click on it and watch it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I understand why they do that, but, like, there are... It's not just Johnny. It's not just the viewers. There are steps companies could take. There are steps social institutions could take to try to say, we want to seriously value this. But they don't. What they do is there's a bunch of conspiracy videos out there that 
people start complaining about them like why is youtube allowing this and then they have press releases after the fact where they try to backpedal you know yeah and because those videos got clicks and because people are watching them because like ah this shit is just crazy it's like they're gonna just keep pushing it and then oh yeah they'll never ban that stuff because there's a lot of people who spend a lot of time on youtube who would not and did not before that kind of content was what they were consuming um like and i get it i think there's a that's another argument people make about criticism. They'll be like, well, this company made a lot of money, so aren't you kind of wrong for criticizing them? And I'm like, ah, but I don't think this company making money is a good thing. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't want them to. <laughs> like, hey, it turns out capitalism isn't always the pinnacle. Right, just whatever makes money is good. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think a lot of those kind of arguments, people don't really... I don't think anyone really believes in. them when they say it. You know, when... I mean, even when someone's like, oh, why are you criticizing this? You should just make a better thing. I don't think they really think that. Um, I think they're just kind of saying it because they've heard it before, um, is my attitude. Um, it's just the regurgitated, like, uh, counterpoint to criticism. So yeah, I- what, they, what they mean is, I actually don't like your criticism because I emotionally enjoyed this thing that you are now attacking, and I am going to attack you yeah, to make that sting less. I'm going to say you should do this, even though if you would, if this guy looked at any of my videos, we can talk about quality till we're blue in the face. But if you looked at any of my videos and that were about specific topics, he would see my laundry lists of citation and sources. Yeah, you, I mean, you literally will often at the end of a video, you'll have like the boring, here's a bunch of sources section for everyone but, to skip, yeah, you know? I, I or, or like I just you know they're in the it's in the description in the comments great yeah um, yeah like they're somewhere like it is it will be found easily like he obviously yeah. just wanted to shit on me and he didn't even do enough research to do a proper shit talk like you're gonna say right. some shit say some shit proper like fucking uh <laughs> like that that's what it's like. I I am completely okay with criticism. I'm completely okay with you just shitting on me. Like, if you can like make a good shit talk or like talk good shit, like I'll take it. But do it correct. Don't come at me with weak shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I'm not even sure I would like worry about um uh worry about all that in terms of like really caring that much about what some individual random person has to say. I mean, this is literally why people like Johnny turn off the the comments in their videos, right? Like, part of it, I think, is true of, like, if no one can criticize me, no one can expose that I might have questionable standards. But also, like, just the sheer number of people who are going to have low-quality attacks is is so high. It's like, I I mean, this annoyed me, and I guess if I got a million of these, it would be annoying. But in the, like... In the long term, I've like just laughed at this because of how like little it has to stand on, and right. that's sure. sort of I don't know. I I'm hoping at some point when I have started to create more quality content that maybe gets to more people and I get more interaction that I can have more open discussion with sort of like even though that's going to be yeah. It's only going to be to an extent because there's going to be a lot of just shit. It's like, if there's valid criticism, I would like to, you know, interact with it. Not just... Yeah. I mean, so something Mark Rosewater always says about criticism 
Um, Mark Rosewater, uh, for the podcast listeners, Mark Rosewater is the lead designer of Magic the Gathering. Um, and he's also, like, kind of like this really public-facing spokesperson. Like, he directly interacts with a lot of um, fans. Um, and, you know, one thing he always says is, you know, um, especially online with comments and stuff, it's sort of easy for people to, like, be jerks because they're just trying to get their point across. Um, and it's your job to try to figure out what they are trying to say to you and if, if it's a legitimate grievance. Because the the fact that they're a jerk, they could still have good criticism. And it does not help them to be a jerk. It makes it harder for you to find the good criticism. Um, but they could still... It's, it's your job to be able to figure out what they are actually saying. You know? So... While I think we can view this comment as negative in a lot of ways and sort of debunk the sort of just like parroted arguments of like, you should do a better job. Obviously, that's stupid. Um, you should just ignore any content you don't like. Obviously, that's, you know, if everybody did that all the time, that would have some negative repercussions. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a place to criticize people's bad behavior. Um, but beyond that, we can sort of you know, this person is saying something that you can hopefully get something of value from, you know. Um, I, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know, feedback is part of the process. It's, I, I think it's like, in, I, I think the biggest takeaway from the comment, in a sense, is there are viewers on YouTube who don't like to see uh, very open and direct criticism slash they don't like content that is mainly derived from criticism. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it also doesn't help that this person is obviously a fan of Johnny Harris. So, sure. And I, like, I this person, like, Johnny Harris had a video come out, and my video jumped, like, 60 views. Like, it, yeah. it's very, like, I can tell this is going to happen probably every few weeks. Because sure. I, I think that my video is solidly gotten tied into his like with the algorithm that's and, how it starts yeah and so i'm like i'm probably gonna get this every so often from people who watch johnny harris uh i might get some people who like that's a valid criticism like i and then i'm gonna get some people who are just like i like johnny's videos and i think you're just being mean and i think your content has no place and it's like well I I disagree. <laughs> uh but and it's like I I I've made my statement here in a sense to this sort of uh viewpoint. If I were to get another comment like it, I would not respond to it. Sure. I mean Yeah, I there's only so many hours in the day, right? You can't respond to every single comment. Yeah, and it's like if someone comes back with the same sort of regurgitated thing and it's like there's a comment below it of the same regurgitated thing. Like I, I feel like it it'll I'll read it and then be like, oh, they're just saying they're having the same sort of reaction as this other comment I saw. It's like I can not ignore it. It's like it's just not the type of viewer I am looking for in the sense sure. of videos. All right. Well, I mean there's always there's always the dark side path, right, Hunter? Yeah. It's like, oh, I made this controversial video and that did well. It's getting engagement. Maybe oh, yeah. I should make more of those. <laughs> oh, my that, that's a topic I've wanted to talk about when it comes to specifically fitness content and fitness content on like TikTok, because 
holy crap, there's so much like this bad fitness content on TikTok, but it oh, gets yeah. clicks because it is obviously wrong or obviously misleading. Right. Like people right. here's why you need to throw all your eggs away. Yeah, like <laughs> oh yeah, the people who go through like a Walmart and like this is poison. Like Yeah. It's just very um, even though those people probably, you know, eat eggs from Walmart like that right i mean the fitness is such a great topic for it too because like everybody is so different like obviously there's a lot of advice that applies to everyone i'm not trying to say yeah ignore all advice ever in fact i'm trying to say the opposite but everybody's so different and everybody cares so much about fitness and everybody's ability to make a plan and their ability to stick to that plan are so different that there's just so much room to create content to be like this is what works and this is what doesn't because no one can say you're wrong, yeah. right? There, there's Maybe so it much works for some people. There's so much room for error due to people's perception of um, error, in a sense. Because, sure. uh, and it's you'll have someone who thinks that they have done something to like specification, and in reality, you know, they actually have not met the specification for the result that they wanted, and. That somebody will take that and then they'll say and they'll find some other people who have done the exact same thing they'll use that as sort of a um they'll try to use that as a source they're like me and these other people we you know we did like we did all the compound lifts and we never got like s our aesthetics never improved but once we started doing you know um very Oh, I can't right now. But uh, we did specific motions, or like we switched up to more direct, like muscle work, like, sure, like curls and stuff, as opposed yeah, to as yeah. opposed to deadlift. Yeah, yeah, instead of doing compounds, they did uh, more direct uh, muscle work. Like we started seeing results. It's like maybe you just weren't loading things. Like it, there's so much nuance to uh, what leads to success in fitness, and that oh yeah. It and, just I mean form's really important for compounds. I'm a different deadlifter than last time you saw me. <laughs> yeah, for, form is a lot. I mean, and there's the whole like fitness has a terrible problem with charlatans and like mm -hmm. where it's just uh I'm not going to talk about nuance with you. I'm simply going to state these things. I have one study to back me by my book. Uh Yeah. It's yeah. like I mean, it's because everybody cares about it. And no one knows anything about it. Yeah, it, it's or it's like you. Oh God, the there. There's a specific uh, charlatan called Squat University on. He's on like Instagram, YouTube, and everything. And like he works with a hot lot of high profile athletes and everything. And oh, interesting. He's a doctor and everything. Like he has put out good information. But he has specific stances that are very problematic in that they drive a sort of fear to progress or a fear to even start for some people, in my opinion. And uh, it's something a lot of it's not an uncommon talking point in fitness, I think. And a lot of the fitness creators I watch have talked about it, but it is a I, I think it's. I, I'm planning on making a video at some point kind of coming from more of a novice perspective, novice or 
three to four years experience rather than some of these people who are way more experienced than I am. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I, like, this this person's content's actively made me, like, scared of doing, like, heavy, like, squats and stuff before. Like, it's, it is fear, it's like, even if it's unintended fear-mongering, it's fear-mongering. Like, it's... Sure, yeah. But, it, I mean... People, people have legitimate concerns about doing it wrong, right? Like, because if you're, you know, especially with, like, a heavy compound lift, or if, like, you know, and I'm not saying people shouldn't compound lift. I actually think the opposite. But, like, if you don't know what you're doing, and you fuck up and, you know, like, mess up your spine, that's with you for life. Yeah. You know? So I understand why people will look at content that says, never do this, this will fuck you up, and be like, oh my god, I shouldn't do this. Because they don't really know what they're doing. They're not, you know, you've been doing it for three years and you're good at it and you're a novice in a sense, you know? Yeah, it, it's just like, it. it's just, it. Keep, like you said, when it's like, it's with you for life, but it's like, as long as you take certain precautions that aren't even like super like crazy, it's like, you're going to be fine. It's, but when you make content that's pushing this narrative and cherry picking research, it's like it's almost a discussion moving away from not citing sources to cherry picking sources, stuff like that. It's, um, but we're we're like real far into this, so we'll kind of wrap this up because we're going to a whole another conversation. Oh yeah, yeah, we're just kind of talking at this point. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, where can people find you on social media if you want to be found on social? Media? Oh yeah, sure. Um. So uh, the best place to find me on social media is uh, my Twitter at L-U-Q-W-I-L-1. There's a one in there, unfortunately, and I've just never thought of a better Twitter handle. Um, but that's the best place to follow me on social media. I'll occasionally make dumb little jokes. Uh, I'll occasionally announce that I'm streaming at the same time as Hunter. Um, <laughs> it, it happens. Uh, yeah, I also have an Instagram. Uh, it should just be L-U-Q-W-I-L, but I never post on it. Um, yep. yeah, if you want to follow me on uh, social media, Twitter's the way to go. If you don't want to follow me on social media, that's fine. Uh, steal some of my jokes. Tell them at a party. I've heard great reviews of that. Yeah, steal some of Luke's jokes that he steals from other people. No. I do do that sometimes. Yeah. Transformative content. Yeah, it's... Will. <laughs> I mean, joke stealing, we kind of talked about plagiarism, but we don't have to go into this now. Joke stealing is a really big topic in comedy and stuff. Yeah, and it's, oh yeah. Like, if you do, like, a decent show that, like, actually makes people, like, giggle even slightly at, like, a local comedy place, people will steal your jokes. Trust me. Oh, I um, do not even doubt it. And it sucks, because what are you supposed to do? Like, people don't even record it, you know? Because who cares? Yeah, it... Um, that is, like, a whole other bag, and it's some... Like, I've watched commentary videos on that before. But... Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it could be... If, if you ever, like, were super into it, uh, anyone listening, um, or... Uh, whoever you know it could be an interesting topic for like a video essay just make sure you know there's a lot of serious information and interviews out there so make sure you read them and cite them yeah and <laughs> make sure they have your information and ducks in a row and all that stuff but yeah i'll have all my social media fucking on the screen or in yeah, the description yeah, yeah. of the podcast so and, and they, if they were listening to this they probably know where to find you i i would hope so so <laughs> but yeah it was good talking with you yeah, always a good time. Uh, thanks for interviewing me. Of course.